Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome to How to Survive, the show that teaches you how to survive the stuff that can kill you. Like a new COVID variant, another hurricane, or... A cocaine bust. Mm. And the stuff that just makes you wish you were dead. Like approximately 20 minutes in jail. A shingle shot. And not being able to remember the youngest Ingalls kid. Uh, <laughs> that's one of the worst th- things you've ever listed. It was driving crazy. I still don't know. No, it's Carrie. Oh, right. Remember, I'd already remember. forgotten again. <laughs> <laughs> and then they had more. But when, when I was watching it, I don't know how I knew Grace. I guess I... I mean, again, I just cherry-picked the show. I must have just seen little bits of each season or something. Well, I'm glad we figured it out. Thank God. You know what we should do? Um, The theme song? I think so. Perfect. Ground is shaking under our feet. Mountains on fire, flooding in the street. Can't breathe the air, can't fight the feeling. Goblin down, Xanax ain't the way to be dealing. Gotta do better than just getting high. We gotta stick together if we're Hi. Hey there. So should we sing the new song we just made up before Garen got in? Remind it's remind me of the melody. <laughs> uh, 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 uh. Dresses and tennies. Dresses and tennies. Dresses and tennies. Dresses because we're both coincidentally wearing dresses and tennis shoes today. And we're rocking it. And I never wear dresses, so that's well, pretty unusual. Do it more because yeah. you're really wearing that dress. Thanks. It's I'm gonna tell the audience. Bodycon? It is bodycon. And you can pull it off like so well. It's like a t-shirt dress Mm -hmm. with white stripes on the, what is that called? Like jersey stripes? Jersey stripes on the sleeves. Like on a baseball jersey. Yeah, baseball tee. And Chris is is wearing cottage core. I'm dressed like a baby. (laughs) (laughs) But a baby in the 1800s who has cholera. Yes, I'm about to die. She has dysentery and is about to die unless you feed the cattle. I'm... I'm like the youngest baby on Little House in the Prairie. Yeah, Grace. With the bangs. Is that her name, Grace? I don't know. 
Maybe. Grace. I feel like I'm Grace. <laughs> Feed the cattle or the dysentery is going to get you. That Except is rule number one. We've never won that game, by the way. We have we have a board game version yes. of Oregon Trail. Yeah. We've never once won. I've never played it. It's fun. The only thing is I'm Grace except the back of this dress is cut out. Oh, I didn't so, see that. Do you want me to show you? Yeah. All right. Do a on. twirl. Do a twirl for us. Oh, that's cute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's really cute. Well, I, she might. It was hot on the prairie. Yeah. So, you know. It's, Did that kid ever get older? I could only picture that kid as like a three-year-old. Yes, same. I don't, Isn't that weird? Do you think they killed her off? They killed off some characters. I don't think they killed her. They blinded Mary. Right. And um, I don't know. They gave don't um, remember her the one with the braids. They put Laura. her in charge of SAG, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> she was in charge of the prairie and SAG. Yeah, that's a lot. That's a lot. Got to chop a wood kid. and then yeah. you know look over contracts. So much to do. Yeah, she had to deal with all the adult actors being drunk on the set. Oh, her her own dad. It's not Charles and the mother. Charles Frederick Freddie Ingalls. What are you talking about? We're talking about the little girl. Yeah, her the name would be Charles. The little well, no, there girl. was a baby named Charles. Oh, they must have had a. They must have done a. Uh, you know, add a baby to the show. He died in childbirth, probably. Probably. No, that Grace or Carol. Carol. No, Carolyn was the mother. There are a lot of people. Didn't she just show. die? Well, I don't know if she just died, but I do know that that story came out that she was a big alcoholic on the set, and I think so was Michael Landon. Grace Pearl Ingalls Dow. Yeah, okay. I can't believe I remember the name. I've seen the show maybe 10 times. The la fifth and last child of Carolyn and Charles Ingalls. Wait, fifth and last? That can't be her then. Because well, she the, would have been the third. The, well, this is the real person. Oh, so, you're going off the real oh, Laura Ingalls. Oh, here she Wilder. is. Here she is, the little blonde girl. I thought she was a brunette. I have my it's memory like, of this show. I mean, to be fair, I was like three. Does that ring a bell? No. Are you thinking of Shannon Doherty? No. Was she on that show? Yeah. No, that's not her. I'm thinking that's of a brown-haired girl. Yeah, Shannon Doherty and Jason Bateman were on as like wayward children or something. They were the. F they were brother and Wilders. sister. I think. Her? No. Hmm. I might have made up a child in my <laughs> no, own mind. She had Bonanza? Light <laughs> no, there's no children. There's barely any women on Bonanza, and there are definitely no children. That's what the Bonanza is. <laughs> For you, maybe. Yeah, that's your bonanza. <laughs> what a bonanza. Garen's no, bonanza. No Malney broads to deal with. <sighs> no kids. Uh, anyway. I'm going to find a picture of her like during our break. Yeah, then, yeah, 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 yeah. And we'll we'll see. They had At the start of the show, they had three kids, and she was the youngest kid. And she was real cute, but I don't think, I just don't remember her growing up at all. Is it this one? No. Let me see. No, what do you? Is this is this new beginnings? Is this little house new beginnings? It's literally a list of people from the show. <laughs> All right, I'll, we'll we're gonna just find do it. A, just do just search for a cast picture of like the first season. Oh, for fuck's sake! This shouldn't be this hard. You know what? I think be. I think um, NNF is right about him. Yeah, I'm a <laughs> that he's a lazy queer queen. Oh, sorry, lazy queen. <laughs> I mean, both work. Sorry, <laughs> that word doesn't mean what it used to mean, right? No, it does not. That's not. You're not. That's not a. It's not a slur. It's not how I intended. No, <laughs> I intended yeah, it to be a slur. <laughs> she meant it as one. That's the thing. With her, you gotta watch. So, um, anyway, 
anything going on? Wait, I wrote something I wanted to talk about, but now I can't remember what it was. Get out your list. Um, list of topics. I will say that, like, on at pickleball the other day, I got. Um, oh, you got an injury. Got an injury. I got a smack. It just like the ball. It's like a wiffle ball, but it can hurt I bet. when someone slams it into your thigh, Oof. which is what happened. So I took a picture mm-hmm. and I sent it to you. Yeah, I'm gonna post that. Right. And then Oliver was like, why are you taking a picture? And I said, well, because, you know, Chris said we should document, like, our lives. I'm, for I'm the, making you. <laughs> she's making, Chris is making me. And Oliver was like, what is this turning into America's Funny Some Videos? <laughs> like, you're just kind of like, you guys falling down and stuff? And I was like, I just started laughing. I was like, yeah, I guess so. I mean, that's kind of I mean, of that what... is how to survive pickleball. Like, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, today he had to wear a black T-shirt for um, a picture not a school picture, but a picture for the program for the play he's doing. Yes. He was like, I don't know. Does it look okay? And I'm like, yeah, it looks great. He goes, I don't know. Black t-shirt. It's kind of bold. <laughs> <laughs> no one's ever done this before, Mom. It's like, wow. You're, yeah. You're fine. <laughs> kind of bold. What does he usually wear? Like a shirt a with something t-shirt. on it? shirt. Oh, well, yeah. That's kind of edgy. He's doing like Marlon Brando. I, I, I don't know what. Well, this is how to survive without a guest part three. I yes. don't know how many times have we done this. I like. I I don't mind not having a guest. I don't mind Just it. Look, I'm... I mean, it would have been lovely, but our person had a reschedule. So last night, I was cleaning the litter box as I do daily mm-hmm. because if I don't, my cat's like, you know what looks good? <laughs> that orange bean bag. Oh, he's really you know into the bean bag. He's very particular about his litter box. Does you he can't... only have one litter box? Mm-hmm. Yeah, how many litter boxes are a cat supposed to have? Well, I mean, it depends on the, how many cats you have. Oh, just one cat. If he's like that, he might need maybe add another one somewhere oh. else. So it, yeah. The thing is, twice the work though. Do you know where my litter box is? It's Let in me the. Guess. Go ahead. The living room. Yeah, because we don't have anywhere to put it. You can't put it outside. Well, how to defeat the purpose? But then, how do we? How does he get outside? We don't have like a. I thought that sliding. Door. Oh yeah, I can't. So, you can't leave that open. No, because then it's we'd get hot. snakes okay. and. Um, oh my God. Of course, because <laughs> then you get snakes. You can't leave the door That's open, true. Garen, because then you get snakes. Yeah, we get snakes. flies and snakes. bears, probably. Yeah. yeah, and bears and coyotes. God, exactly. You're in Narnia. Yeah, and now I think there might be scorpions. So we cannot. Okay, so you're cleaning the the litter box. (sighs) This isn't a litter box story. This is just what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. And Alex comes up and she says, Mom, so. uh, Yeah, I'm going to change this kid's name to protect this child and his parents. Okay. Bobby said over the summer he got a blowjob. What's a blowjob? Fuck. And I'm like, hold that thought. Let me finish cleaning up this litter box. <laughs> One mess at a time. Yes. And I'll be in your room in a second. So she runs to her room and I hear her say, mom's coming <laughs> to veggie. And so, you know, I take the uh, bag up the litter, throw it. So in. are you thinking like, what am I going to say? What am I going to say? Yeah, I'm just saying? giving myself a little time. Uh, yeah. You know. Mommy so I, needs a gummy. Hold on. Yeah. <laughs> Mommy needs several. several gummies <laughs> and time for them to kick in. So I'll see you in an hour. So I throw the litter in the trash Bag, you know, bag it up first, obviously, wash my hands. Sven's mm-hmm. in the kitchen. I was like, hey, if you want to join me, because he hears this. Fun times. Oh, he knew about, he heard it because he's oh, in the God. kitchen. And he was like, oh, I'm good. <laughs> Not cool, dude. Not cool. So then I go back to the bedroom. Benji's like laying on the floor, already has his ears plugged. So they knew it was something sexual. Yeah. It's so that thing when you're a kid. You're giggly. Where you know, yeah. like I knew... Yes, I think I've told this before that I get I got the words blowjob and snow job mixed up, 
and I knew, I yeah. don't think I said it, but I knew that blowjob was something, yeah, I, exactly. I knew it was something sexual. This was in grade school. Yeah, but you don't know. But I didn't know what it was. Okay. So I went back there and I said, so what did you hear from Bobby? Right. And that she goes, well. Lying piece of shit. I just, we just heard the word at school. Okay, so the story has changed. And we don't, we don't know what it means. We want to know what it means. And Benji goes, I don't, I don't want to know. Oh. And I said, and then at this point, Sven has walked in. Oh, okay. Like he was kidding earlier. He want, he, oh, but when I walked away, he goes, remember, less is more, Chris. Because <laughs> <laughs> he knows I, I tend to go on. Okay. You guys might have noticed. So I walk, or so I say, Benjamin, if you don't want to know, you should go in your room with dad and you guys can read. And he mm-hmm. goes, no, no, I'm going to stay. I'm just going to keep my fingers plugged into my ears. Oh, okay. So I think he kind of so wants, wants to know. know. Right. So I say, and Alex is already like giggling and her face is kind of red. Oh my God. And I go, what do you know? She goes, well, I think it's something inappropriate. And uh-huh. I go, okay. And I said, oh God. just so you know, once you know this, you can't ever unknow it. <laughs> She's, so I said, are you sure you want me to tell you? Mm-hmm. Yes. I'm sure I want to know. Oh, fuck. And I said, all right. And I'm sure it's probably something that the, she and her girlfriends, like, somebody said it. And then she was like, you know what? I'll ask my mom. Okay. Because she knows I'm going to tell her. But why did she say Bobby said he got one if that's not what happened? I don't know. I Maybe it is. But then okay. maybe they were worried. He'd that, get in trouble That, or like, something. I would call Bobby's mom or something okay. and be like, just so you know, Bobby said he got a blowjob over the summer. Right. And, you know, you might want to find out who's giving him blowjobs. So I said, well, it has to do with the penis. And both of them were like, oh, my God. Oh, okay. So so were they like, that's enough? I said, do you want me to keep going? Right. Alex was like, yes. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> and I said, okay. I said, so this is when another person uses their mouth to make a person's penis feel good. Okay. And she goes, Oh, that's so disgusting. Good. Why would anyone put their mouth on a place where pee comes out? Good for her. Yeah. Good. And, and of course, Ben said, yeah, a lot of girls say that. <laughs> <laughs> I said, well, to be fair, maybe a lot of people say that. You know, I didn't want to just restrict it to, right. you know, the the uh, the women. Oh, that's so funny. Maybe anyone across the spectrum of, you know. Right. And uh, I said, do you guys have any questions? Uh-huh. <laughs> nope. Mm-mm. We're good. Oh, my God. <laughs> so that's how that went. Well, see, I think you you should have gone my route, which is yes. to expose my son to incredibly inappropriate movies yes. at a t- way too early age. So there's no questions because everything is answered <laughs> before he <laughs> has a porkies or I mean, just everything we watch, apparently, because I think he knows everything and... He's just what movie out. would have the blow? I mean, I think they've heard the word maybe in a right. sitcom. Well, no, I don't think no, they'd say blowjob, no, no, but no, like, no. you know, they've seen definitely a lot of inappropriate comedies. But yeah. like, I don't think they've seen anything R-rated. Right. Well, well like he's watched Animal House. I'm just thinking of one yeah. that probably had it. But um, he's older. Yeah, he was. He was your kid's age, I think. Yeah, I don't think they've seen anything <clears throat> yet that would have blowjob in it. Right. It's. Uh, I guess refreshing that they came to you and didn't just it's immediately so try to good, yeah. just Google or whatever. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I yeah. Mean, but they also have restrictions on their 
iPads. Good. So I think oh, if okay. they if they did Google blowjob, there w- an alarm would have gone off in the house. It does, and sprinklers just come down, yeah. and right. um, they get like asbestos for some reason. Yeah, weird. And like uh, <laughs> boxing gloves come out and punch them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like oh. on a spring. Boing, yeah. Boing. yeah. Go- Actually, googly glasses. I don't know if. What would happen? I know it's a lot of violent stuff if they try to Google, but if they Googled blowjob, I don't know. I bet, I bet it would probably stop. It's I'm probably gonna... what you set the parameters to, right? Can you do that? I don't know. Sven is the one who does all that kind of stuff, oh, so okay. I'd have to check. But I'm glad, yeah, I'm glad they, they came and asked me. I, you know, that's I hope, so I don't know when that's going to stop, but so far, so good. Oh my God, that's amazing. So uh, here we go, guys. Well, it sounds like you handled it. Well. I don't know. I mean, what I think if they're old enough to ask. But I mean, in yeah. terms of them. You kept it comfortable for yeah, them. Yeah, I mean, I, I was, I was, you know, as you were saying it, trying to figure out what I would have said, and I think I would have been way too graphic. <laughs> I think you did it in the exact right way. Let me way. bring out this uh, penthouse, guys, and I'll show you some pictures. <laughs> Sven, where are your popsicles? <laughs> Go get me that banana. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. All right. Well. <clears throat> What's your segue? <laughs> How can I? All right. Speaking of vice. Ooh, yeah. Is that a, I don't know. Um, we are going to learn today what to do, how to survive a drug charge. Ooh. I'm talking to you two druggies. Oh, you two no. dopers. Wait, let me do one more line of cocaine. Okay. Oh, speaking of that, um, one of the articles... Oh, I did take a picture. Okay. I... They have the funniest pictures to go along with this article. They're so over-the-top ridiculous. You'll have to put it in the newsletter. <laughs> okay, this is... Um, I'm just going to show you guys. This is like the picture that goes with the article. It's a mound of cocaine yeah. with needles, a spoon, wrinkled up dollar bill. Like, wrinkled up. That wouldn't do you that, any that good. That would work. A credit card. Um... And some other thing that's rolled up. I don't know what it is. Some sort of straw or something. Okay. Oh, boy. Wow. That's exactly how all that works. Yep. That's how it looks. <laughs> Let's load that powder into that needle. The graphics, the graphics department went oh crazy. And it's clearly, like, flour. Like, I mean, it's it might as well have, like, the, the, the flour bag next the to it. The flour bag next to it, yeah. That's really funny. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> now. Basically, yes. This is all information from lo- law sites, oh, lawyers' yeah. sites that want to get you off, right? Even if you're guilty, yeah, they just want your money. Okay. They want all that drug money. They know where yeah, the money is. Exactly. <laughs> all right. After you are apprehended by police, so at this point you've been apprehended. Okay. Once you are processed by the local police department, you will have an arraignment hearing. At this point, you will be advised of your rights, and bail will be set. If you have the money, or go through a bail bondsman. You can then post bail so you're not left in the jail cell for months to find out your fate. It's not like some presidents who will not be named who just get to walk out. Yeah, well, didn't he sit for 18 minutes? Did he have to sit for 18 minutes? That poor guy. He had to sit for 18 18 minutes. minutes. He sure kept his supporters, you know, uh, supported. That's that's not how I wanted to end that sentence. I, what did you want to say? Uh, that dude who's who can't who can't afford a lawyer that blacks for Trump or whatever they're called. Oh. <laughs> he's uh, shockingly he's the one that's left in prison and nobody. Oh, he's in prison he, because he, he doesn't he have no bail. Money. Oh, I did hear he about. He can't get that. a lawyer. He can't afford a lawyer. But why can't he get a public defender? I have no idea. That's part of the story they're ignoring. Probably. I mean, he that's... might be out already on a public attorney, but they're not talking about it because the story is 
more interesting if there's a, okay. if there's a Trump guy well, now left I, in jail. Yeah, now I want to know. Blacks for Trump. Okay. Um, How is that even this, more than one? Uh, well, I know. Well, it, there are. I know. I don't, I don't know. At this point, you will want to entrust in some legal counsel from a good attorney who can help get your drug possession charges dropped and who knows the system and all the loopholes. Mm-hmm. Loopholes are your friends. Yeah. In addition, if you cannot afford legal counsel, another option, we should tell this guy, is to schedule a consultation from a really good criminal attorney or get a case evaluation. What if you can't afford it? Well, I, well I'm going to tell you. Sometimes uh, they will point things out that you may not have known, which could lead to charges being dropped or dismissed. I don't know. I, maybe they're free. I should have, I should have looked into that. I, I don't know. I guess the consultation is cheaper than maybe it's free if you're destitute or okay. or you're just a disgusting druggie. Uh, <laughs> disgusting. Just a, just a stain on society. Okay. All right. Five effective strategies for defending a drug possession charge. One, ask the court to suppress the evidence. Hey, can you suppress this evidence for me? Could you? Shh, on the evidence. Mm-hmm. Could you just take those pictures and rip them up? Could you keep it on the DL? Okay. If the police violated your constitutional rights when they seized the drugs you are alleged to have possessed, you can ask the judge to suppress the evidence. In the right case, a motion to suppress can be a especially effective defense to drug possession charges. If the motion to suppress is granted, the case will probably be dismissed without a trial. The prosecution cannot use evidence gained by violating the law. Therefore, the substance that... The substance that was illegally seized cannot be admitted into evidence, nor can the results of a lab test conducted on a substance. But only if it's illegally seized. Right. So we're going to get into... You've got to hope they did that. Right. Search warrants. The Constitution prohibits the government from conducting unreasonable... These are ways that you can prove that that, um, something was done to violate your rights... These are these are ways you can get off. I see. The Constitution prohibits the government from conducting unreasonable searches and seizures. As a general rule, police are required to get a warrant before searching any place or item in which the person has a reasonable expectation of privacy. Okay. Home, office, hotel room, luggage, sealed packages, and mail, for example. To get a search warrant, the police must provide a judge or magistrate with one or more affidavits reporting the observations of confidential informants, private citizens, or police officers. The affidavits must provide probable cause to believe that the search will reveal contraband or evidence of a crime. So this, what you're talking about, I mean, I'm just curious about this, and maybe you have already said this, but in a way that I didn't quite get it in my brain. Yeah. Say you get pulled over. Oh, we're going to talk about that. Okay. Then you're I'm, talking specifically about driving? And if they say, like, we want to search your car. We're going to get to okay. it. Okay. We're going to get to it. We're going to get to it. We're dresses with tennis tennis shoes. shoes. (laughs) Tennis shoes. Okay. Okay. All right. Uh, Searches pursuant to a warrant can be attacked for several reasons. For example, the affidavit may contain false statements or fail to establish probable cause. The warrant may not be sufficiently specific or the search may be beyond what the warrant allows. Like they said, oh, you can search for a kidnapped victim. But then you're like, oh, while I'm here, I'm going to look for drugs. Oh. Uh -uh. It's not in the warrant. You're like, you might have found those bricks of heroin but those don't right. count actually that comes up later too in that in that in that way okay another way you can say uh-uh mm-hmm. you can't get me yeah uh nanny nanny nanners yes is a warrantless search well no no there are such things as warrantless searches so wait, let me just get to that not all searches require a warrant however many exceptions allow the police to conduct 
warrantless searches. Okay. Warrantless searches that are often used by police to find drugs include search with consent. Police do not need a warrant or probable cause to search a person or place when a person with the right to do consents. Like if I say... Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I can't later say... um, well, you weren't supposed to search. If I said you can search, that's, yes, it's a verbal thing. That's enough. Drugs are in plain view. Oh, so if they're just like on your dashboard, when the police are in a place where they are entitled to be, yeah. For instance, I went to go see if you kidnap someone, but the drugs are out. Yeah. Or if you're doing drugs at the police station, right? If you that's ask the best place to do for them. a coke, but you meant cocaine, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. then poured Mountain Dew on yourself to get yes. rid of the cocaine, <laughs> which is one of my diet Mountain Dew favorite stories. Um, they can they can seize evidence in plain view. They must have probable cause to believe the item they seize is contraband or evidence of a crime. Automobile search. An automobile that is readily mobile may be searched without a warrant if there is probable cause to believe the vehicle contains contraband or evidence of a crime. So if they, the police just say, well, we think something happened. Well, not exactly. I'll, I'll, I'll get to that too. If the vehicle is validly stopped... Okay, I stopped because you have a broken taillight. Okay. The passenger compartment may be searched for weapons. Okay. For the officer's protection if the officer has a reasonable suspicion weapons will be found. Because he's like, well, you're black. Exactly. Because that's often what happens, right? Right. Right. Like, it's like, it's a minor traffic stop. And then he's like, oh, oh, I just noticed you're black. Let me search your car. I mean, that's the best possible, unfortunately. Okay, here are some common scenarios. The outcome of a motion to suppress can never be guaranteed. However, here are some common scenarios in which the police arguably overstepped Mm -hmm. and a motion to suppress has a good chance of success. They are by no means the only situations in which the search can be challenged. Okay, the police ask for permission permission to search a person's home, car, office, hotel room, etc., and she agrees. Drugs are found. Mm -hmm. But she agreed only because she was intimidated or tricked. For example... The officer asked with his hand on his gun and did not tell her she had a right to refuse. Oh. Or the officer falsely told the woman he could get a search warrant when he could not or falsely told her a drug dog had alerted. Oh. A home. Okay, here's another. What if he's like, you're really pretty? Yeah. Oh, then you're out of luck. Okay. Because flattery will get you everywhere. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, it depends on how long she's been married. <laughs> How old she is, whether she just had the shingles vaccine and is of a certain age. Okay. A home is searched pursuant to a search warrant. The warrant application is based on an affidavit that can say, contains several materially false statements mm-hmm. because police used an affidavit from an earlier case and did not revisit it to fit the facts of the current case. Mm. So so they got there by bad means. Yes. Um, then they found drugs. Too bad. You got there by bad, by bad means. Okay. Ah, here we go. This is what I was getting at before. Here we go. A search warrant authorizes the search of a home for stolen TVs. The police open a dresser drawer where Mm -hmm. a stolen TV could not possibly be. Right. And and find drugs. Okay. So that's not cool. You can't say, oh, let's see if this stolen TV is in your nightstand. Yes. Okay. That's not cool. You can't do that. So they wouldn't get in trouble for those drugs. Right. Well, they might get in trouble, but then you could you could could fight it. Appeal or not appeal. I'm sorry. Fight it. What if it's a motion to suppress? What if it's a baby? A baby in a drawer? That's been kidnapped. What if it's like oh, the... Um, I was picturing a really tiny drawer, but yeah. You know, it's a big drawer. Well, if it's a big... And yeah. it's a famously kidnapped baby. Uh, you know? I'm guessing... You mean it's like the Lindbergh baby? It's the Lindbergh baby. It's still alive. It's still alive. <laughs> yeah. Finally. Okay. I'm, they were wrong all those I'm years ago. I'm guessing if you kidnapped a baby, that might trump 
this motion to suppress. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm guessing. Okay. Um, but that's an interesting question. Okay. The police. The police bring a s- drug sniffing dog up to the window of a house, and the dog alerts. Mm-hmm. The U.S. Supreme Court has ruled that police cannot bring a dog sniffing dog up to the door of a home in the hopes of creating probable cause to obtain a search warrant. Okay. In other words, you have to have gotten the search warrant to do that in the first place. Have Can't you start- Have you ever been drug sniffed by a drug sniffing dog? I mean, I don't think so. They're no. really cute at the airport. Are they? They have little beagles. Oh, they're so cute. They have all different kinds and of dogs. And they love dogs. drugs. But the, I've seen them alert at people at the, uh, when we've been getting our luggage, you know, uh-huh. coming home. And like this one woman had all this, uh, like the food she wasn't supposed to have, I guess. Oh, uh-huh. And they had to throw, she had to throw, throw it away. Oh, did she say, enjoy my expensive food? She did. She did. And then she <laughs> threw it at My him. brand new expensive food. It was you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, then I have been sniffed. Okay. I forgot. <clears throat> okay. Um, police stop a car for a minor traffic violation. Mm-hmm. The driver... Okay, here we go. This is what you're talking yes. about. Yes. Okay, so the police stop a car for a minor traffic violation. Right. The driver is cooperative. Mm-hmm. His license and registration are in order, and he is not wanted for any crime. The police order him out of the car and pat him down for the quote-unquote officer safety, finding a small quantity of drugs in the pocket. The police never saw any evidence the driver was armed. No crime has been reported in the vicinity, and the area was not a high-crime area. So this might be another reason to suppress. They can't just pat you down because they stopped you for broken taillight. Yeah. I mean, again, obviously it happens, but if you have a good lawyer, hopefully That's the thing. You have to have the money. Yeah. To have the good lawyer. Well, I mean, are public defenders necessarily terrible? No, I I think there are a lot of really good public defenders, but you you know, have to have that luck of getting that. Good. I, I right. also think a lot of the concern isn't necessarily whether they're good or not. It's their caseloads. That yeah, that's a good so point. There's so many mm-hmm. right. issues that they that each one of these guys has to handle that something will fall through. Right. If I know anything from all the TV I've watched. Exactly. It's that they come in not knowing which file to pull out. <laughs> they have to straighten their tie. Yes. And throw away the rest of their donut and then say, yep. excuse me. Um, judge, I just, oh, I thought this was the other case, and then shuffle some papers. Well, everything I've learned is from Better Call Saul, and I also know they're being manipulated, you know, by some bad actors. And I don't mean... Bad actors on the show. I mean bad actors Uh in real life. And they are really worried about getting murdered, so it's hard for them to focus on their cases. Oh, they always have a death, death threat over them. Yeah, they always have like a mafia kingpin yeah, that is, you know, they they have them under their thumb, and so you know, you really think they're going to be that focused on getting? No, I don't. Off your drug charge. There's actual like constructive possession. Actual is it's mm-hmm. in my coat pocket. Constructive okay. is it's on a dining room table in front of me. Okay, I'm not literally holding it. Yes, but it's in my it's in my vicinity. Yes. Okay, so now let me go back. Factors that indicate constructive possession, proximity, and control. The totality of circumstances determines if a person constructively possessed an illegal substance. Proximity to the drugs, that is, how close were the drugs to the defendant, is one factor the courts consider. Mm -hmm. But courts have consistently ruled that proximity alone is not sufficient to convict a person of constructive possession of a controlled substance. Another important issue is whether the defendant had sole control of the area where the drugs were found. If multiple people are in the area, it can be difficult or impossible for the prosecution to prove which of them controlled any drugs that are found. Yeah, maybe it's an opium den. 
Maybe it is an opium den. A lot of den. people coming and going. Yes. Right? In fancy silk robes is how I picture opium dens. That's exactly what they look like. Or you better. Know, it could be just a, an empty building with lots of broken windows. Oh, yeah. That's sad. That's a sadder version. I would like if there was an opium den for it to be filled with smoke and um, silk robes. And big, comfortable cushions. Yes. I mean, if I'm going to be like a, a drug head. Strung out. That's where I want to be strung out. A hundred percent. I want to be in like a beautiful 100% silk robe. Yes. And there should also be an area where you can get massage. Oh, that's a good idea. And, and cucumber water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's actually a spa. Are you ready for little scenarios? Yeah. Okay, I about, some, about your druggy friends. Mm-hmm. Okay. Bob has a party at his house with several guests. After a lot of drinking, a fight breaks out. Mm-hmm. The police are called and they find a bag of cocaine on the table. Oh, the boy. cocaine could belong to anyone attending the party. It could. June, a party guest, was sitting next to the table, but without additional evidence, it would probably be difficult for the prosecution to prove she possessed the drugs or intended to possess the drugs. She's just sitting next to a bag of cocaine. Maybe she just thinks she looks good next to white. Yeah. By contrast, if a person has sole possession of a house or room, constructive possession is more easily proven. Isn't Bob going to be the one that gets in trouble? Well, but how do you prove it's Bob's? There's many people there. In fact, you can't. In fact, Scenario number two. Bob lives alone, keeps to himself, and never has parties or guests. If the police found cocaine on a table in Bob's home, the prosecution would probably be able to prove that Bob knew about the cocaine and had constructive possession of it because he had exclusive possession and control of the house. Seldom does anyone live so isolated from other people. Often two or more people reside in a house or apartment. I mean, my dad. Your dad is so doing cocaine and going to jail for it. Oh, yeah. He's definitely... Doing the blow. Or at least pack livid. So in the first scenario, does no one get in trouble? I just are like guessing what happens is they arrest someone Mm -hmm. and then the lawyer argues, you can't prove it was my clients. The black person? (laughs) I mean, I'm just going on statistics in our country. Well. And how racist we are. It's not. I mean, yeah, but this could be anyone. Yes. I mean, yes, of course. I'm saying there's a party. And right. there's cocaine. Oh, oh, oh you're, you're they're saying arrest a, the, you're saying that there's a black person yes. at the party. Not it's everyone there is black. No, I'm or saying everyone there is white. I'm saying it's a party of all different people. I don't know, have you ever known a black guy named Bob? No, Bob. <laughs> I haven't. I'm saying Bob is a white guy. He has a party. There's one black person, and there's cocaine. Right. They're going to arrest the black oh, okay. person. Unless you're talking about Robert Guillaume, and then that's a black person. Yeah. named Bob. Oh, Bob Guillaume never. No, never. That, you can't say that. He's way too dignified for Bob. Yes. He loves cocaine. He loves cocaine, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> okay. Allegedly. <laughs> Here's another example. This guy's name is Rick. Okay. Aside from Rick James. Springfield? Rick Springfield, yeah. I was just going to say, aside from Rick James, Rick is like... The whitest a white, guy. Why the whitest guy. In a trans right? am. Yes. Rick shares his home with three roommates. If cocaine is found in the house, Rick must might be a suspect... But in most instances, the prosecution would have to provide additional evidence that Rick knew the cocaine was present and intended to maintain control over the drug. It's it's like a it's like a ball in football. Yeah, like you have possession. It's definitely Rick's though. That guy has oh, feathered Rick, hair, oh, combing Rick his back is, pocket. He you has, know it's Rick. He has a Coors Light mirror. He's doing coke off of. There's no <laughs> doubt. Um, however, the prosecution would probably be able to prove constructive possession of the cocaine if the cocaine were found in a closet in Rick's room, which he always kept locked, and to which he always yes. had the key. And okay. scales. Yes. Rick, you're screwed at that point. 
And the keypad, the the lock spells Rick. Okay. Rick! Oh my God, remember that sketch with That's Amy Poehler? Rick, 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 Rick. Was it her... Her mother's boyfriend? Is that yeah. who Rick was? Yeah. Yeah, that's what I was looking. Uh, even when a home has a single occupant, circumstance could indicate another person had control of the drugs. For instance, listen to Ray. Okay. His bullshit. Let's hear about Ray. Ray's fiance yeah. frequently visits his home. Yeah. Because Ray is the home's sole resident, a pack of co- cocaine on the coffee table would probably be sufficient evidence for the jury to conclude the drugs belong to Ray. Mm. However, Ray could raise the defense that the drugs belonged to his fiance. Wow, this marriage is going to go Ray, great. Ray, Ray, and he did not know the drugs were in the bag and had no intent to control them. The jury would then determine if they believed Ray. Huh. So you could bring it up. Okay. I want to watch that show. <laughs> <laughs> Just the jury de- debating whether it's Ray, it's Ray or his fiance that yeah. had the cocaine. I mean... What I'm gleaning is it's pretty safe to have cocaine in your house. <laughs> That's exactly <laughs> what I'm getting at. Guys, make sure other let's people all do come cocaine. Visit. Yeah. Because, you know, as long as you're having people over regularly, right. it's really easy to have cocaine. Right. Now, I didn't do any of like, you know, possession with intent to distribute or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, don't That's, sell it. No, no, no. That's a different Don't situation. be a dealer. But if you want to be a casual user, yeah. it's probably fine. Disputing possession. What seems like a simple element can be a big problem for prosecution. Granted, the prosecution will have a relatively easy time proving possession if a defendant is found with a large amount of cocaine in oh. his coat pocket. <laughs> just a big ball. Just of coke. a ball. Just a, but in your breast pocket. Yeah. <laughs> just like like it's spilling over as if it were the kerchief. Yes. The cravat of cocaine. The cravat of cocaine. Oh, that's your neck, I guess. Yeah, but that's fun. I like that yeah. idea. That's like a very Bradley Whitford. place to have your cocaine (laughs) why did you gesture to because we were talking about him on the show on never not funny about how he's mr cravat does he oh from from um probably from handmaid's tale i think yeah as as being a cravat man yeah however um the prosecution often has to rely on constructive possession example yes and it's not just dudes no leases an apartment but has a couple of roommates the police find a marijuana plant on the windowsill and you little dirty scoundrel and is is it is it legal to have a marijuana plant in california at this I point i believe it is yeah i think you can legally grow a certain quantity yeah probably yeah, a certain quantity like, like one two or three maybe is the right. max or something <laughs> Karen's like two or three evenly spaced, six inches apart, dug six inches deep. You can have a grow light. That is yeah. way too much work for In me. In your closet. That's true. In your closet. That's where my brother grew his. But we have to remember that many states, it's not legal. Yes. Still. Okay. We're sorry, guys. So- We're having so much fun in California. Sorry. Sorry. I'm a baby. Okay. There's a... <laughs> your sexy dress. Your sexy baby. Please find a marijuana plant on the windowsill. Anne is charged because the apartment is in her name. At trial... Get a load of these balls. Mm-hmm. Anne's defense attorney cross-examines the arresting officer, asking him if he was aware other people lived in the apartment. The officer answers yes. He adds that only Anne's name... Okay, this is this is not the one I meant about the balls. It's the next okay. one. Sorry. The officer answers yes. He adds that only Anne's name was on the lease. Mm. So he arrested Anne. Questioning the officer about the other residents accomplishes two purposes. First, at the least, it will raise doubt in the juror's mind concerning who owned the marijuana plant in the window. Second, mere proximity to drugs is insufficient to sustain a conviction. Yeah. Therefore, the judge may dismiss the charges without the case going to the jury. However, since Anne is renting the apartment, the judge may let the jury decide. Yeah. 
Uh, I think also Anne might be getting in trouble that the other roommates aren't on the lease. Yeah, right. Because isn't that subletting or not subletting, but... Also, once they hear, like, the, one of the other ones is named is Sheila, they're going to be like, oh, it's definitely <laughs> it's Sheila. not Anne. Anne no. with pot? No. Not no Anne. Way. Anne of Green Gables. Here's the one I meant about oh. the balls. Yes. Okay. Suppose instead that Beth was visiting Anne when oh, the police came. Beth. Beth. Yeah. Beth was sitting on a chair close to the window. Mm-hmm. Beth is charged with possession of marijuana, but the prosecution has no incriminating evidence other than Beth's proximity to the marijuana plant. In such a weak case, Beth's attorney would probably ask a few questions at trial so that the witnesses are not inadvertently prompted to add a detail that would link Beth to the plant. At the close of the prosecution's case, the defense attorney would then ask the judge to dismiss the charges. There's a good chance the judge would do so. But I'm like, so Beth came over to visit and brought her marijuana plant with her? That's the premise? That's what Anne's trying to pull? I mean... Or the police officer? Do we think it's like a housewarming? But even if it were... (laughs) I take it with me everywhere. Yeah. I just like old people with their dogs. Yeah, yeah. She brings her fucking pot plant. Yeah. What, what would be worse? At yeah. home. Puts it in the shopping cart. Yes. Ugh. Okay. No, it has a little um, baby carriage for it. Oh, how cute. Oh, so cute. Look at my little pot plant. <laughs> Here, you ready for a Canadian story? Oh, God, I love a Canadian okay. story. A case involving multiple drug trafficking offenses was dropped on Tuesday after a cop testified that he stole drug evidence and nearly died of an overdose in the police station's parking lot. Two people facing jail time instead walked free from Ontario Superior Court due to insufficient evidence one day after a a former police officer admitted to stealing two bags of cocaine from evidence, ingesting its contents in the police station parking lot. Whoa, what a dummy. Yep. Do I I remember that happening? No. (laughs) I'm pretty ashamed of it. Lorenzi, Lorenzino Sansoni reportedly said in court on the, on September 2020 incident. Do I take ownership of it? Yes. Colleagues found Sansoni with no vital signs oh inside my his Jeep Wrangler and bleeding from the nose. Oh, my God. He, yeah. he does not know how to do his cocaine. No. The 52-year-old who was in an induced coma for a month afterward, oh had ingested God. fentanyl. Oh, see? His blood work show. That's the thing. You can't do drugs anymore. I know. Because all of them are fentanyl. Right. The drug seized were obtained as part of Project Sunder, an anti-gang investigation that charged 114 alleged gang members with 800 criminal charges. Crown prosecutors did not provide a reason for the drop charges, but the judge cited insufficient evidence. It's a highly unusual it's highly unusual that in the face of Sansoni's admitted theft and abuse of the property locker and drug exhibits that the Crown would proceed in the first place. A defense lawyer for one of the men whose charges were dropped told the star. Um, Sansoni has pled guilty to theft and unlawful possession of fentanyl and received a 12-month conditional sentence. It's unclear how his conduct will affect other cases mm-hmm. related to Project Sunder. Around the same time, another police officer, former homicide detective Paul Warden, also took drug evidence from Sinsoni's division <sighs> and others over an 18-month period. Warden admitted to stealing drugs from police evidence lockers 20 times. 20 times! But was never charged. Surveillance cameras have since been added to every evidence locker in the city. <laughs> yeah. I mean... I mean, who knew Canadians... I gotta be honest. I guess I have some ridiculous vision of what Canada is. I didn't know they had gangs in Canada. 
I think they have all the things we have. They have all the things Just we have. Just better health care. But with a silly accent. You can't take gang members sil- uh, uh, seriously with a, an accent. Yeah, that's true. No. They're nicer, probably, gang nicer members. Gangs. But they'll still shiv you. Oh, sure. But they'll say, Sorry. Sorry, yeah. sorry, and then yeah. they'll stab you to death. I'm gonna they just, shiv you. Maybe eh? they're not gonna shoot you to death because <laughs> they don't have as many guns. Yeah, I don't think they do, right? But they can make ghost guns. They got some guns. What's a ghost gun? Is that they make it 3D with a printer? 3D printer? Mm-hmm. Printer. I mean, look, I'm sure they can get some guns. Yeah, they can get their hands on guns. I mean, you can get your hand on a gun even if it's not legal. You just it's not legal to have it. Yeah, but it has to be hard. A little it's harder. Less. I would think. I don't. It's know. less. I'm talking out my. We, oh, let us remind you guys, we're not experts. Oh, yeah, 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 in case that wasn't clear. Uh, Almost 100 episodes in, we know very little. Yeah. Do experts on anything wear tennis shoes with dresses? I don't think so. I mean, fashion, yes. Yes, 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 that's true. But otherwise, we are very, um, what's the opposite of knowledgeable? Ignorant. Yes, that's the word. Yeah. Um, you know what? On that note, should we take a break? Yes, we should. All right. And we'll be right back. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We're back. Welcome back, everyone. Did you pee through your prairie like you were threatening to do? <laughs> oh, I peed all across the prairie. Oh, the prairie free is, range peeing. It's soaked. Well, I need it. It was dry. The drought is over and we will build again. I always think of prairies as dry, like just wheat fields. Right. Is yeah. that what a prairie is? A prairie, when you walk through a prairie, it feels like it would make your legs itchy. Yes. Right? All that yes, 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 yes. wheat grass just like scratching at your legs. Yeah. And you're covered in ticks. Right. And it's oldie times. Oh, and your dress is made of muslin. <laughs> it yeah. might be a pretty fabric, but it's muslin and it's thick and it's got to last you th- the whole winter. You know what we should do? Yeah. What are we doing? Read a letter. Yay! You know what we haven't done in such a long time is, is read a letter from one of our Listener listeners. Listener letters. This is from Carrie with a K mm-hmm. and an I. Yeah. I really like that spell- spelling. You do or you don't? I do. Okay. I like it with it. Oh, her name was Carrie. Yeah. That that was the name of the little house on the prairie girl. Oh, my Carrie. God. Spoiler. What? I have- it's Carrie. Shivers. C-A-R-R-I-E. I'm pretty sure. I think Grace was they had a later, you know, they added babies. Okay. We we forgot to look her up on our break. Right. But Dang I'm it. almost positive it's Carrie. Look okay. up Carrie. It is Carrie. Ah. Do you think it's this, this a... Carrie? I do. It's this. No, I'm pretty sure. This is Carrie from Lost yeah, the Prairie. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. Writing Full us. circle. Full circle. Really? This is wild. This is really wild. Wilder. From... Wilder. Hi from Louisville. Louisville, Kentucky. I love your show so much. The two of you are so naturally funny together, and both of you have such quick wit. It gets me laughing every episode. Aww. You not so much. (laughs) (laughs) One of the latest episodes where you mentioned older people dying on cruise ships reminded me of a story. I'm an oncology nurse. Thank you, Carrie, for doing that. We need those people to help us when we have oncology issues. And one of... I know what it is. It's for Cancer. cancer. And one of my favorite parts about my job. I know what it is. It's all defensive. I know what it I is, know what Karen. It is. 
One of the favorite parts about my job is getting to spend lots of time with patients and their families and really getting to know them. A patient's wife, we'll call her Mrs. H here, shared the following story with me one day when somehow the topic of a cruise came up. Years ago, her mom, who was probably in her 70s at the time, went on a cruise ship with three of her girlfriends. On the first night, sadly, she passed away in her sleep. Oh, my God. Likely a heart attack. Oh, my God. Her mom's friends contacted her to tell her. Like you mentioned on the podcast, her mom's body stayed on the cruise ship for the remainder of the voyage. Right. It's so bizarre. I know. It's like your friend and you're still like, I guess we should just go play bridge anyway. She'd want us to do that. Can ask to anyone? Once it was back to the port, a relative needed to come claim the body and arrange for transport back to the Louisville area. Mrs. H had a niece who lived down in Florida and was able to help with this part of the process, so she did not have to travel down to Florida to do so. Once her mom finally arrived back to the funeral home in Louisville, Mrs. H went to finalize the arrangements. When the funeral director took her in to see her mother, she gasped, which of course startled the funeral director. What's the matter? He asked. She replied, well, for a second, I didn't think this was my mom. Oh. Her mom's hair has always been blonde. Or my mom's hair has always been blonde. <sighs> Apparently, just before she left on this trip with her girlfriends, she dyed her hair red and never mentioned it to her daughter. Whoa. Mrs. H said at the time it was so startling and stressful, but now this bit of the story makes it a bit easier to look back and laugh. Oh, my God. That's so funny. That'd be so weird, though. Like, Maybe that's... she was, like, planning on getting off at the port. hmm and leading a whole new life. Oh, yeah. Because she dyed her hair. She was going to disappear herself. She was going to disappear herself, but then she died and it ruined the plans. Yeah. That's crazy. Well, thank you, Carrie. Yeah, we That's love that. That's a great story. That's really fun. And thank you for listening. Another letter? Garen, I think she does think you're funny. I, I, I'm oh. sure she likes you. Yeah, it, it kind of ruined my whole day. Oh, you know what? I missed this part. P.S. <laughs> I like Garen, too. <laughs> he makes me laugh. Ha, ha. This is from Rasha in Minnesota. Pretty name. Hi, Danielle, Christine, and Garen. So many thoughts after listening to today. Sorry, I'm going to slow down. So many thoughts after listening to today's episode, during which you all talked about what you did during your break. Oh, okay. I'm always struck by how Christine talks about her relationship with her children. I think Christine might be cut from the same cloth that my mother was. (laughs) Years ago, my husband, my mother, and I talked about what one word we would use to describe ourselves. The word we came up with mom the word we came up with for mom was unflappable. Oh. I remember being caught at the top of a black diamond ski run on a glacier in the snow in Germany with my mother. At 12, I was freaking out with fear and my mom was like, "It's going to be perfectly fine. We'll just traverse back and forth, use our snow plowing technique and make it down." <laughs> Looking back, she was always right about things being safe or handleable. On the other hand, I wonder if her seeming confidence was a direct reaction to my own visible fear. Mm. Christine, what is true for you? Are you as sure as you seem? Um, no. Oh, <laughs> that's really nice. It is so nice. Um, I am not with my kids, especially. Uh, oftentimes, I am winging it because I don't want them to know how afraid I am. Right. So I am faking it till I make That's it. That's what she's saying. That might be the one. That might be what her mom is doing. Which I, is fantastic that you can do that, though. Yeah, I mean, I think it's because I don't want my kids to have the kind of. I mean, they do actually have a lot of the anxiety that I did when I was right. a kid. But, but like, I don't want it to be a learned exactly. behavior from me. Just let it be genetic. <laughs> They're getting plenty of it genetically. Right, right, Like, right, so right. much of it. So I'm no, trying. No, it's very important for kids to see a calm authority figure in So I'm parents. trying to, to, to give that to them. And I think I mostly do. But, like, 
uh, I also fail on a daily basis. So thank you for thinking that I was like your wonderful mother. Mom, That's flappable su- mom. such an um, honor. Mom died in 2016, and her mother died less than 90 days after her. Dad died in December. At the age of 54, I'm now the matriarch of this side of the family, uh. and I'm tackling a project of wading through thousands of photos so I can distribute them to my brother and four cousins. Wait, is this the same letter, or is this yes. a new letter? Okay. Same letter. So many pictures of my strong, confident mother and my loving, patient father. Between the photos and listening to Christine, I feel mom's presence acutely. That's so nice. It really um, feels like it. Wow. Thank you so much. so lovely. Kind of got a little choked up by that, to be honest. Really. (laughs) Oh, nice. Just so touching. Anyway, I just felt the need to share this. Thank you for your wonderful podcast. And thanks for being real people. Rosh and Minnesota. 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 That's so kind, oh, Russia. Russia. What an honor. So lovely. And thank you for listening. And I, you know, we're so sorry about that's a lot of loss. Oh my God. In a short One time. After another. She also sent a picture of her mom. What a babe. Oh, yeah. Just so beautiful. I'll, I'll oh, show you guys the see. picture. Um, and yeah, thank you for listening and, and sharing your. I, I mean, one of the best things I love about doing this podcast is getting le- letters from our listeners and like hearing your stories and just. How they connect to the stuff. Yeah. We, um, let me show you guys the picture. Oh, yeah, She's hot, so cool looking. Mom. She looks like she should be in like a famous French film. Let me see. Oh my god! Whoa, that is like the chicest yeah. haircut, chicest glasses. What a cool woman! Cool woman, love it. Yeah. What a what a what a childhood. So where's the letter about what I inspire, Christine? You know what? It's coming. It's lost. <laughs> <laughs> you make me think of my dorky younger sister. <laughs> Everyone loves Danielle because she makes them laugh the hardest. We do get oftentimes we more than once we get you didn't give Danielle enough laughs on that. Really? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> there was one that was you that was a catchphrase. Um, that you had said that they want us to put on a T-shirt, and now I'm trying to remember. Was which... it the Michael Jackson thing? The um, I be the what did he? What was the propo, pro, the king of propofol? The king of king it of pop? wasn't that, and it was really funny. I want to find it. now. Oh, you don't have to find. I was joking. Well, I was joking. I'm no, not, no, I don't really need to. You you don't think we should put the king of propofol on a T-shirt? I do. Um, no, I do. I do want to find it. We'll, we'll do it on a break. But I was like, oh, she's so right. I mean. Not that we didn't give it up for you enough. I think we we think you're oh, the funniest person fun. alive. Oh my god, I'm um, so embarrassed now. I really was joking. I I I don't need. I do want that on a catch for, on a t-shirt though, but now I can't remember what it was. Um, oh, speaking of uh, lists, yeah, we weren't. I wanted to <laughs> list some of our patrons. Yes, thank you guys so much. Yes, so. Coming in hot. Yeah. James H. Lujan the second. Well, I know there was when you said H, yeah. I knew there was gonna be a second after it. Yeah. It's just so fancy. It's so fancy. Love it. Thank you, James. We appreciate your support. And uh yeah. thank you for listening. Thank you so much. Number Lujan. That's a great last Lujan, name. Lujan, yeah. Oh, that sounds better. Now he yeah. sounds like a, a Bond villain. It's not Lejeune or, or, like Camp Lejeune, is it? 
Oh, you know what? He's part of that settlement. When you get, yeah. <laughs> that, that, book I, that book I was just reading, yeah. I just finished it yesterday. I told, I highly recommend this book called Gangsters of Capitalism. Gangsters of Capitalism. Oh my God, it's so good. All right. Um, but they mention, you know, it's about the Marines. Yeah. And they mention this someone named Lejeune like several times. Okay. And I'm like, I wonder if that's what Camp Lejeune is named after. The settlement thing. Probably. It's gotta be, right? Hey, Nikki Spencer. Hey, Nikki. Oh, Nikki, you're so fine. You're so so fine. fine. You blow our mind. Hey, Nikki. Thanks. Hey, Spencer. For that. Yeah. (laughs) You know what? We pulled that off. We did. Are you ready, John Sheffield? Ooh, nice name. You're in our hearts. John Sheffield writes books that you find at an airport for sure, right? Lucky John. Yeah. That's all I want. I know. Me too. Man, imagine that. You are set. Keith Miller? Okay. Strong name. Like it. I mean, Thank that's you, solid. You know, you want him like in your uh, survival pod, I think. Yes. Yes. yes I yes, feel yes, like yes, if you yes. get paired with Keith Miller on Naked and Afraid, he knows how to tie a knot. Yeah. He can start a fire without flint. Mm. Right. I think we have one more okay. to read today. Guess who this is going to be? Don't know. I hope I don't botch this last name. I'm really going to try. A.D. Narian. A.D. Narian. Okay. A.D. Narian. Don't know what A.D. stands for. You know... People create a mystery about themselves when they go by initials like mm-hmm. that. You yeah. know, it's very self-conscious. Yeah. They know what they're doing. Yeah. They're like, I'm interesting. I have a... But it works because I want to know. Yeah. I want to know all about them. Me too. And I want to know what those letters stand for. Exactly. You've done it, Adrian you, Daniel. Do, do you... Do you just be like, hey, AD, is, how do you... I think so. Just like some people are JP. Some people are PJ. Or what That's if it's true. just one initial one letter? Like uh, there's the guy A on, Martinez. Yes, yeah. and they'll be like, "All right, A, thanks for the segment." I guess they do. I hear it when yeah. they're handing off. You know, on the is he's he's NPR, right? No, he is he's an actor. Okay, I'm thinking of an NPR correspondent who is also an A. Oh, okay. And it's in the morning, or he might be KPCC, which is now LAist. I yes. guess. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. they'll say like, "Okay, we're coming back to A." And I'm yeah, like, oh, I've heard that. That's that is that's hard for me to accept. Wrap around, yeah. I prefer two initials. Give in me case. a second one at least. Yeah, unless it's another A. A D. And then I can't handle it. A A. Stop it. A A. A Oh, it's guess a what? Martinez. Oh, oh, so they both have it. The name it's A same Martinez. A Martinez. That's really yeah. weird. Okay, that's new host for Morning Edition and up first on uh, NPR. Names KPCC's A Martinez as new oh. host for Morning Edition. It's very and strange. Up first. All right. Well, I I enjoy A. Oh, well, I guess we should remind everyone about our show coming what? up. What? Yes. Oh, my God. When we're going to have a live show. When this airs, it'll be the same week. That's right. Holy It's ghost. this week, guys. Friday, September 8th, 7.30, Flappers. We're going to wear cute clothes. Yes. I've narrowed it. I'm thinking I'll talk to you later about what. Describe every outfit yeah. in detail and then yeah. we'll decide. Um. My hair, my my grays are going to be covered by yes, then. Yes, I goodness. covered mine yesterday. Hopefully that'll last till next. May not. Months, May not. It might be peeking out by then. Uh, special guest Andy Daly. That's going to be great. Very exciting. He's so fun. He's so fun. Yeah. And um, prizes. Prizes. We're giving away stuff. Yeah, merch, guys. Merch and maybe a date with Garen. We're giving away. Oh. We should auction off a date for charity. Okay, that's a good idea. We'll give all the money to, we don't know what yet. Well, Garen. You to be ready to talk yes. to Yes, we'll give it to <laughs> All the money goes to Garen. Yeah, that's a charity. Um, so, <coughs> oh, God. are you okay? 
He really needs that money. Yeah. yeah. Got the take, another, take a chug of Celsius. It's empty. Oh, oh or you know what? Whoever gives Garen the most Celsius gets a date. Oh. <laughs> are we, are we, is he a sex worker now? What's happening? Is this I'm a okay? little more expensive than a can of Celsius. <laughs> are you? That's true. I'm not, I'm devaluing. <laughs> Guys, we're not really going to auction off a date with Garen. We're just no. teasing Garen. But you can meet him. You can meet Garen. Meet us. Meet us. We hope to meet you. We want to meet you. We're very excited. We want to thank you for listening. Yeah. And making us happy and right. we want to have fun in a, a live venue. And remember, the tickets are more expensive in person, so go to our social media to find the link to buy them online. We can't make it easier for you. We can't. It's on Instagram. It's on Twitter. It's on our website. Facebook. It's- Everything. I mean, just text me. I'm about to give you my phone number. <laughs> <laughs> what we're saying is we need an audience. Just um, come. Just come. No, we're fine, guys. We got enough tickets sold, but we want you there. Yes. And Please. you have a, an announcement about one of our platforms. I have an announcement. Serious. Oh, gosh, yeah. I forgot about that. So if you guys haven't already heard and you do listen on Stitcher, you probably have gotten the message from Stitcher a million times, but I'm going to let you know. Stitcher is, Kaput. as of now, it's done. Gone. So 86. you didn't know this maybe, but Sirius XM has an app where you can listen. We're on there. I added us if I, if we priority there, but I re-added us. But obviously you can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Google uh, Podcast, Podcast Addict. I mean, we're, we're here. We're everywhere. You can't get away right. from us. So, you know, the fact if, that you're listening to this means you found us. You found that, so. us and you're doing okay. Yeah. Um, but, you know, if you have any questions about us, just reach out. Yeah. We're always here. We'll read your letters. Sorry it took us so long to yeah. get to some of Keep these letters. Keep sending us letters. But we, please send them because we really love them. We enjoy your survival yeah. stories. We're just hearing from you. Yeah. And I guess we'll be back right after this with what did we learn today? I almost forgot about that. We can still do it. Yeah, right? let's do it. Okay. Christine. Yes. Garen. Yes. Are you ready to learn what we learned today? Yes. Of course. Dresses and tennies. It's the new sensation. It is. Among the 19 co-defendants, black voices for Trump leader Harrison Floyd is the only individual not to strike a bond agreement ahead of surrendering to authorities. He represented himself in court, saying that legal counsel was too expensive. In truth, he was denied bail. Hmm. Why was he denied if no one else was? I do find that based on the open charge against you, there are grounds for bond to be denied at this point, Judge Emily Richardson said. She continued, so I'm going to go ahead and find that you are at risk to commit additional felonies and a potential risk to flee the jurisdiction. Richardson made the decision on the grounds that Floyd was deeming was deemed a flight risk. Okay. Oh. I do not know enough about the case to... to Maybe she saw the movie The Fugitive, because he's in that. Harrison oh. Floyd. Harrison Floyd. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot wow. of steps. A lot of steps. Woo! <laughs> I look under every red hat. Um, that was supposed to be that speech, remember? Okay. When dealing with police, do not answer questions and do not consent to searches. In, ca- in California, you can grow up to, whoa, six cannabis plants at home if you're at least 21 years old. Okay, that seems like a lot. According to ObamaWhiteHouseArchives.gov, the economic cost of drug abuse in the United States was estimated at $193 billion in 2007. Um, Prairies are enormous stretches of flat grassland with moderate temperatures, moderate rainfall, and few trees. When people talk about the prairie, they are usually referring to the golden wheat-covered land in the middle of North America. I mean, I think we were right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And also, like, it, the, I remember the show takes place in some state. I 
I was completely shocked that it took place. I thought it was much more west or something. I thought it was Kansas. Oh, maybe it is Kansas. I don't yeah. know. Okay. All right. Well, that's it. Um, I guess until next time, remain, remain calm. calm.